y'all. Welcome back to the Don't Mom Alone podcast. I am your host, Heather McFadden, and this is the place where I'm going to walk alongside you and connect you with people and resources so you know that you don't mom alone. And in this special episode number 302, not only do I have a fun co-host, uh, we're sharing some of your stories, listener stories, moments in motherhood that at the time maybe a bit embarrassing, a little traumatic, but with perspective, they bring us the joy we need, especially in these days. So without further ado, let me introduce you to my co-host today. It is my virtual assistant and friend, Sarah Jane Menifee. Welcome, Sarah Jane, to the Don't Mom Alone podcast. Thanks for having me, Heather. I am ready to laugh because it's been a long week and it's only Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And you know, I have the gift of all four of my boys being in person school right now. I knock every time I say it because I feel like <laughs> at any moment the sky could fall. But you are doing three girls at home. There's one. And one's yelling. One's Watch yelling. <laughs> Perfect. It's like she knew. On that cue. was not planned, but yes. <laughs> on cue. So, Sarah Jane, you are doing in-person, not in-person, virtual learning virtual with your, learning. your girls and sharing it, which I think is a fantastic idea to kind of let people know about just real quick. Oh yeah. Well, you know, it's the only thing that's keeping me sane because I'm just not, I'm not a, a traditional homeschooler. I've never wanted to be, but um, these are, you know, times where we got to do what we got to do. So we're doing virtual school with our school district but we had another family that has the same age kids as us in the same grades. And we've been able to do uh, two days at my house with all of the children (laughs) and two days at their house with their, there's someplace else being schooled today. Praise God. So they take your two girls that line up with, they take my two girls. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, today, like I mentioned, we're having y'all's clips that you shared with us. We're going to, we're going to let you hear some other mom stories, but Sarah Jane and I are going to share some as well. And our first uh, category, if you will, of <laughs> stories is misunderstandings. Times when our kids may not quite get what we're talking about or something goes wrong. I'll share real quick. We were once at a restaurant and I was talking to my oldest son. I think he was about five. And I said, Hey, you know, most parents don't teach their kids words like naked. And so he said, well, what about those kids who are naked and think, what word am I? <laughs> what do I call this state that I'm in currently? <laughs> Unclothed. Unclothed. And then another boy, speaking of words, we we're sitting at dinner and I think we were having hamburgers and he's like, where does a hamburger come from? And I said, a cow. And he said, where does chicken come from? And we all just looked at him like, it's not really a moment take a moment take a moment think where's the chicken from (laughs) yeah yeah what do you got Sarah Jane okay so my story is from a few years ago when my middle child was potty training she actually stayed home my husband was a stay-at-home dad for a while she was like laying in my bed while I was like getting ready for work and she called me over and to tell me something and she, in that sweet little way, a kid would like, mommy, I'm going to tell you something. So you get really close. And she whispered in my ear, mommy, someday I want to have a big bottom just like you. <laughs> These are the <laughs> dreams. Like, um, 
okay, what? (laughs) Later on, I realized it was just because, you know, how they are when they're tiny and they're like sort of precariously perched on the toilet. She just wanted to not worry about falling in. (laughs) Oh, I was thinking like, my kids, all they see at this certain age is just this giant bottom in their face all the time. But she wanted one that kept her secure. She wanted one to keep her secure on the toilet. Yeah, that makes so, sense. There is that fear of getting flushed down. What, yeah. My favorite part of the story is like, I sort of laughed and was like, I'm not sure what that means. But then I said, oh, honey, with our genetics, you will. <laughs> Don't you worry, honey. <laughs> It'll all happen. Here's a cookie. Exactly. Oh gosh. oh gosh. Okay. Well, here are a couple of clips from y'all. Uh, one uh, I think is just so sweet, and and the other a little bit funny and a little bit scary. I wanted to share two little stories about my son. He is um, he's adopted, and he has some big emotions. He has some sensory needs. And when he was two and all of that was being really discovered, I needed to be very careful what I said because it would be repeated and yelled back at me. So I started to yell what I needed to just get frustration out. I started to yell, you are loved. And so in the middle of a grocery store or wherever, and he needed to have a tantrum, he would just start screaming at me, you are loved. You are loved. I love you. And I couldn't help but to laugh when I fell on the floor laughing. Then he would laugh and the tantrum would come to a much quicker end. It took a good many years for him to really realize that that was not a mean thing to say. (laughs) And so he has finally stopped screaming that in a tantrum, but it was great for a long time. So moms, be careful what you say and say things you want to be repeated back at you. Um, And my daughter loves to be outside so much and our whole front of our house is sliding glass doors and um, because my son is older and he's always outside there's a door unlocked and as soon as she could walk she also learned to open the doors and I would know that she was outside because a bush is moving so if you need to find my daughter you just look for bushes moving and you can see where she is because she just walks in a straight line. She doesn't try to go around items. She just plows right into shrubs. Okay, this is a story from a few years back that is only funny now, but definitely was not at the time. Um, I had at the time maybe a five-year-old and an infant. And so I'm running around the house doing what you do when your kids are that age, changing diapers, whatever. And I realize I don't know where my five-year-old is. And I'm yelling his name. I'm running through the house. I'm checking in the bonus room, checking in all the bedrooms, checking in the closets. Like, is he hiding and not telling me? I casually open the garage and see the garage doors open, but I don't really think much about it. I run in the backyard all the time. I'm holding the baby, of course, yelling his name, going, you know, you better come out wherever you are. Um, This is not funny. And then when it becomes apparent that he's not around the house, 
I'm like, we've got to get in the car. We've got to go look for your brother. And of course, my husband is not answering his phone. So I stop the other two in the car. I peel out of the driveway only to hear my three-year-old in the back going, mommy, I'm upside down. His car seat had flipped into the middle section of the van. He was upside down. The baby just had a diaper on. And I'm like, hold on, you're going to have to wait. Well, long story short, my son had left the house. He was going to find his dad. He was supposed to take him to work. He made it three blocks from our house before a police officer and a neighbor found him. So I don't know. Can you relate to the runaway, Sergeine? I mean, <laughs> mine like legit wanted to run away. And this yeah. one, he was like going to find his dad. So Right, 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 right. A little different motivator. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think we had one who, it wasn't necessarily a runaway. It was more of a, and I can see it in his personality now. He was about three and he was dead set that he was going to the zoo, but it was 8 p.m. And (laughs) our house is near downtown Dallas. And there was a bus stop right outside our front door. And so he was like, well, I'm going to take the bus. And he took a dollar and he stood outside (laughs) in the dark waiting for the bus. And we just kind of let him because... It, yeah, was, yeah. it was funny. Like, how far like, is this going to go? Let's see how this plays yeah. out. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And then I was like, hey, do you want a cheese stick? And that was enough to get him lured back inside. He's like, cheese? Yeah. Forget the zoo. We'll I try mean, that another day. I think it's the food thing. That when my daughter wanted to, she was just really upset. And she decided that, you know, she was going to run away. But she was going to run away, like, next door. Okay. You know? And I was like, well, who's going who's gonna to feed you dinner and breakfast? I'm just going to come get him out of the house. I was like, no, 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 no. If you're running away, you don't get to just come back and eat whatever you want. This She's, is like a permanent thing. decision. Yeah, you're making. She re- rethought it because of the food, so. <laughs> yeah, that it is. There are things that draw us in. And I don't know about you, but the thing that's drawing me in that I'm having a hard time stopping is looking at cute clothes online. I don't know. If I mean, you are doing this. I, I totally love to do a little. Have you filled a time. lot of carts? I've filled a lot of carts that I never actually <laughs> executed the purchase, but I found a lot of things that I want to buy. And I love this week's sponsor, Mod Cloth. Have you heard of them? I have. I've not bought any clothes from them, but I love looking at their clothes. Okay. So I always when it, something comes up in my Instagram feed or whatever, I always scroll down to the about us to see like, where is this company located? Are these clothes made ethically? That kind of thing. And mod mm-hmm. cloth passes all of those bars. It's fantastic clothes, but not only is it ethical and I love that their models are all different sizes. So I can see what the clothes look like on an actual person, not just a size two runway yes. model. Yeah. Right. There is like a vintage inspired style, which is a little bit unique and not just cookie cutter. I buy things from the Target, but I like that this is a very, I don't know. I like to stand out a little bit. And so I picked out this real cute, you know, I got my colors done. So it's my spring color, a real cute dress and it has foxes all over it. Oh, I love foxes. Yeah. And it's long sleeve for fall and it's kind of buttoned down on the bodice and it A-lines a little bit on the skirt because I got the hips and it even has pockets. So I'll have to show a picture on Instagram, but absolutely, yeah. And I got a little light blouse with um, greyhounds because I'm a dog person now. I'm scrolling on here right now. You know, I'm going to 
going to be in a wedding. So at the oh. bride very graciously is letting us pick out our own dress as long as it's within the, within the color scheme. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe yeah. I need to check out ModCloth. Yeah. Okay. So here, let me tell you this code. And I'll tell everyone listening. If you want to get 20% off your purchase of $75 or more, including their sale items, which they don't always do that, but including sale items, you go to ModCloth, M-O-D-C-L-O-T-H.com and enter the code DMA and it's going to give you that promo and it can't be unfortunately combined with other offers. But if you go to modcloth.com and enter the code DMA, you're going to get 20% off your order of $75 or more. So y'all check That's that amazing. out. That is amazing. Okay. And that really goes perfectly into our next category. It actually doesn't at all, but <laughs> you could look nothing cute. that's more of a mom story <laughs> yeah. than sharing how oh, poop stories, poop stories or bodily fluids of any kind. You know. I think it was the first time I took my oldest son to church that he pooped out a diaper onto my Sunday dress. Oh like I, I finally God. looked cute and uh, I was humbled immediately. Uh, and I'll share um, a different story. I remember our, I think I just had my third. So I had a four-year-old, a two-year-old and, and a baby and the two-year-old's old enough to be in diapers, but be able to take them on and off, you know, mm -hmm. which is dangerous a dangerous combination. <laughs> it is a dangerous combination. And so we were, it was about to be nap time. I was kind of cleaning up from lunch. I'm holding the baby. The oldest is like got the post-lunch energy, not quite nap ready, but just like running circles around downstairs, literally running around our downstairs. Um, and <laughs> He is taking a turn down the hallway just as I hear a splat and oh. my, my middle son had dropped his diaper full of poop down into the hallway, nearly <laughs> missing the from oldest the, son. From the top floor? From the second floor. It's oh like open. Like it's open bomb. down like a bomb. <laughs> and that's like traumatic enough. I'm like, don't, no, stop running. Stop running. Poop could be more ever. Then I was like, oh no, now there's a two-year-old naked butt upstairs and I have no idea where he's going, where he's what going, he's sitting what he's on. Yeah. So I'm like yelling up the stairs, like, don't oh. move, don't move. Anyway, that was, that was good times. So that's vivid, vivid stuck <laughs> in my head memory. I have more stories though that I'm not sharing because they're in my book. So I don't want to. Oh, Hey, away from don't mom alone. that are Coming really out. precious. Yeah. Next mm -hmm. year. Next year. Yeah. So what do you got, Sergey? Oh, so, so mine is a lot more recent. Um, <laughs> my youngest is three. And so we just have been in the potty training trenches with her. And this summer, uh, we've been looking at houses, looking for um, a place to move to. And so that's, it's hard enough during a pandemic, right, right. To, to, to do that. But then the, because I can't, find anyone to watch our kids. So all, all three kids have had to come with me to look at houses and it just feels a little chaotic. Yeah. And I tried to plan when we were started potty training around pottying because you don't want to like potty in someone's house because <laughs> you don't own. Right. right. Um, but one morning that it was just not to be because we went to look at a house at like 9am and we just sort of missed everybody's window of needing to potty and it was pouring down rain. So <laughs> We went to look at this house where, you know, running through the rooms, you know, empty houses, they don't have toilet paper. <laughs> and not only did my oldest decide that she needed to have her morning poop at that moment in one of the bathrooms, um, but the potty training one 
uh, was playing in the shower and just peed <laughs> right through her her you know shorts. But so, thankfully in the shower, not <laughs> in, in the, the kitchen or on the so, carpet somewhere. I'm so thankful for our realtor because she just rolled with it. I like had to run out to the car, right, leaving my kids sort of unsupervised for a minute to grab wipes to let the oldest wipe her rear end and other clothes. I ended up actually just carrying the three-year-old out with like no bottoms on and changing her in the car in the rain. So, <laughs> but you know what? She's a, she, the realtor's a mom and she just laughed it off and that made me feel not this alone. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> this is realtors out there that are moms that get it. That she, I mean, they weren't unsupervised. She was watching. Yeah. Them. She was there. Yeah. She I did, you like did in, not in mom alone. Yes. House. <laughs> yes. You did not mom alone. And it's we another did not reminder. Buy the house though. So. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> We, that will go and set where that location is, but that you keep wipes in the car. You know, I Absolutely. miss the wipes days. I don't have the wipes anymore. And I think, I think I need them even in the pandemic. And then the extra clothes. I remember always having extra clothes and I kind of would like split the difference on the kids sizes, something oh, that could yeah. be a little bit small for the older kinda boy, kinda but two different oh, kids. yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. We could, we could put anybody in this outfit. Well, our stories are nothing compared to the stories that <laughs> you guys submitted. There are some stinkers, if you will. <laughs> yeah, y'all. Maybe, yeah. Maybe go to the bathroom yourself before you listen to these. So you don't have it. Your own accident. I have a six-year-old, a two-and-a-half-year-old, and a newborn. And my son, we were starting to potty train um, about two months ago and I was with my newborn and he was in the basement and he went poop, got naked. And then, you know, his butt was all squishy. So he made slides with some things in our basement and had poop slides and then got out the forks and the spoons from the play food and started to play with it and made a poop amusement park in our basement. And when I went into the basement, I screamed and then I was quiet. And then I screamed and I was quiet. I was mortified. There was poop everywhere. So we got our little guy cleaned up and I spent the day carpet cleaning and sanitizing. And we are not quite there yet, thinking it's hilarious. Um, last week, he flushed his underpants down the toilet. But one day we will be. So that's where we're at. Hi, I wanted to tell you a story about when my twins were newborns. Um, I had four children under the age of four. I had newborn twins at the time of this story. They were three months old. And I also had a daughter who was 22 months old and a son who was three years old. Um, I was in the twins' nursery, nursing them, trying to get them down for their naps. And my two toddlers were hanging out in the living room, playing with blocks, um, when I heard my daughter <laughs> say to my son, here comes my poopy butt. Now, poopy butt was kind of just, you know, those funny words at that point in time in our house. Let's be honest, those are always funny words when you have children. And so I just kind of let it go, thought, oh, that's cute. They're having fun out there. When I suddenly heard my son scream, ah, she got poop on me, I decided it was time to check it out. <laughs> so I left the twins' nursery, opened the door, and was just overwhelmed by a stench. And when I looked around me, I saw those perfectly round circles 
brown all over the walls, all over the floors, and all over the furniture. It turned out that my daughter had pooped somehow, stuffed it into two sides of an Easter egg, and was using the egg as a stamp to stamp perfectly round little circles of poo all over the walls, all over the floor, and yes, on her brother. I didn't really know what to do. I was so overwhelmed, and she looked so proud, and my son looked so disturbed that I just needed to take a moment for myself. So I went back into the twins' nursery, closed the door, and sat on the floor and cried. (laughs) Now, thinking back on it, it's probably one of the funniest moments I've ever had as a parent. At the time, it was everything I could do to hold it together. Shortly after the birth of my third son, I walked into my toddler's room, who was two and a half, and was immediately hit with the smell of poop. That's right. During his rest time, he had pooped in the corner of his room and then proceeded to spread it all around his room, over the bed, over the window, over the walls, over the curtains, over the toys, every surface it felt to me had poop on it. Obviously, when I walked in, the only exclamation I could claim was, Jesus! To which my toddler, my two-and-a-half-year-old, said, died. Sarah Jane, I tell moms of young kids all the time that I think the smartest kids are the ones that smear the poop on the walls during nap time. Like, I believe it. they're so smart that they come up with their own artistic medium, which mm-hmm. is the poo. And, uh, and I, it has proved true every time. I've, these kids are geniuses going forward. I swear. They're like doctors well, my and lawyers. oldest is going to go to Harvard. <laughs> <laughs> She's, yeah. She was the only one. But boy, it's memorable. Well, you know, the good news about our next sponsor is that I am out of the diaper stage. And I am headed out of the diaper stage. You're almost there. You're (laughs) almost there. And so when I heard about this sponsor, Hello Bello by Kristen Bell and Dax Shepard, first of all, I'm a big Kristen Bell fan. So I was like, oh, I really want to share this with my listeners. But I was like, I need to make sure these diapers are really quality. They are fantastic for your budget because you can get them in packs and it's just like a really great deal. Mm -hmm. But if they're bad diapers, that's not going to be helpful to any mom. So you you all know my friends, Haley and Meredith, who've been on the show before talking about toddlers and discipline. And we did a little Q and a with them. Well, I had hello bello send me some product and I gave it to them and they tried it on kids, uh, babies to toddlers, to kids that just need nighttime, like pull-ups and they loved them. They even said the pull-ups, the nighttime pull-ups did a better job than the ones they traditionally use. They did say there's a little transition if you have kids that are like, love the exact same thing every time, but the patterns are so cute. It's a little bit overwhelming to like pick. They're so cute. There's so many over 20. Let's see. The diaper bundling service lets you choose from over 20 different rotating designs. So if you get a bundle, it comes with seven packs of diapers four packs of plant-based wipes and even a full-size product because they have things like shampoo and conditioner and lotion. And my friend tried their diaper rash cream and she said it was so great, really good. Um, And bonus, Sarah Jane, I know you're out of this stage, but if you go to hellobello.com slash DMA, you're going to get 25% off 
your diaper bundle, diaper, that's hard to say, diaper bundle order. That's a huge bang for your buck. Lots of potential blowouts saved. Don't have the blowout. Well, and just because we're moving out of that stage doesn't mean it wouldn't make a fantastic gift for a new mom in your life. True. Yeah. So go to hellobello.com slash DMA to start bundling 25% your order and get 15% off any add-ons. They have vitamins. I forgot. They have vitamins or wipes. That's hello bello. It's like hello, like you spell hello. And then bello the same, just with a B dot com slash DMA. Okay. For our next section of stories, since this used to be the God centered mom podcast, we've got to have some good faith and church stories. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Yeah. What do you got, Sarah Jane? All right. Well, I actually grew up um, as a pastor's kid. I don't know if you blessed. knew that, Heather. Oh, you're blessed. So I have like funny stories also from my childhood. <laughs> well, there's an extra expectation. <laughs> yeah. There's an expectation for Absolutely. a pastor's kid to be, I don't know, somewhat Somehow floating, levitating. to God. Yeah. Yes, uh-huh. and perfect. And guess what? It, it isn't true. <laughs> so one funny thing that um, I had was one Sunday, I thought it would be really great to tell my dad how many times he said the word um during his oh, sermon. No. Oh, oh no. That didn't go. <laughs> he did not well. really appreciate that <laughs> at all. <laughs> I also like, you know, got in trouble for like playing with toys during the mm. service. I once bounced a bouncy ball that hit the ceiling. Um, oh. <laughs> thankfully it was a small church and I had a lot of great spiritual mothers and father faith that would help me uh, stay in line because I was a pretty wild child. <laughs> you had a lot of energy and I did. that leadership is helping. And you we now. didn't have childcare. We didn't have right, uh, that. Yeah some place for the kids to go. I just had to sit through the sermon. So actually I was, I was coming up with my own entertainment by keeping a running tally of every That's time. Genius. Messed up. <laughs> I've heard of having kids like keep track of how many times the word God is said or cross or Jesus, oh. but um, is a whole new level. That's just being <laughs> really, <laughs> you help, you can help us with that in this episode. Uh, <laughs> no, I think, I think that it's hard. It's hard to take your kids into the service. And I've heard of, with the pandemic, a lot of people have reached out to me, like, how do you do church? Even if your church opens back up and you know, you're taking your kids in there. So to know that you successfully did it, you only have a couple memories of maybe making a scene. My parents probably have more memories. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you survived. And you I still survived. Have, you still and love Jesus. Stand too. That's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the point. Yeah. Okay, so my most stressful church Sundays are when we're dedicating our babies. Like, I hate it. I hate standing up there with lots of wiggly little boys waiting on our turn, having no clue how they're going to act in front of all these people. I just have such a fear of man that I'm like, oh my gosh, please behave. It's such a formal thing. Yes, it feels very very important. Yes. And not just for us, like that's fine for us, but other people, this is their big moment with their baby and they might, this might be their first baby. And that's like, they have the grandparents there and all the people and my kids are screaming or whatever. Well, when we were getting our third son dedicated, uh, my second son decided to army crawl in front of us across the stage and dangle off the end while the pastor is like moving from 
family to family to family and we're all trying to ignore this child <laughs> that the audience clearly is no one listening to the pastor oh they're just <laughs> loving it and we're trying to look like come on come back come back this is the same zoo kid so yeah we didn't have a cheese stick if we had a cheese stick maybe <laughs> to keep that in my back pocket keep but. emergency snacks yeah yeah well y'all are gonna enjoy uh these few clips of moms who totally get the faith and church embarrassing moments. One day when my son was about three years old, we were riding in the car and he asked the question that all Christian moms can't wait for their children to ask. He asked me why Jesus had to die on the cross. I was so excited. I went into my gospel spiel about why Jesus needed to die our sin and the salvation and redemption that we can have through him. When I was finished, there was a moment of silence. And then he said, Mom, did you know that these pants have pockets? It was the Christmas Eve service at my church, and my son was probably about two. And we were sitting in the back, and they were getting ready to um, to take communion and pass the Lord's Supper. And it came time to um, drink the juice. And he was asking what that was, and he wanted some of it. And I just told him, I said, it's nasty. Don't worry about it. And then try to get him to avoid from wanting to drink it. And then when it came time for the pastor to say uh, for everyone to drink the juice very loudly, he said, but it's nasty. They can't drink that stuff. It was very loud. And in the back of the room where everybody could hear us. So mom failed. My husband is a pastor and we had recently moved to our current church and one night um, we had a fellowship um, outside playing and with everybody kind of getting to know each other and our house is right next to uh, the church and we couldn't find my son and his friend who happened to be one of the deacon's sons and we looked up and saw both of them peeing in the backyard um, behind the house, which is right in front of the church. So everybody could see it. And I was mortified and kept thinking, what are they going to think about us? And it just kind of made me think about this saying, you have to worry about the pastor's kids and the deacon's kids. Oh, my stars. Okay, so any any other one, Sarah Jane, from church <laughs> that you remember? <laughs> Well, um, I, a more recent thing that, um, I had an experience with my kids. We were actually driving to school, but we were having a rough morning and, um, I was trying to pray over them before I dropped them off at school. This was last year. Such a good mom. Look at you. You know, (laughs) (laughs) it, it was not going well. I had one kid who was very vocally complaining and I just felt the need to like in my spirit to just say no to the devil and any like contentious spirit that was rising up in us in that moment. Yeah. And so the only thing that I could think of was to shock my children. (laughs) Um, (laughs) In our house, we call backsides bottoms, as I've already told you. So in that moment, I decided to just declare that Jesus had kicked the devil's booty. Mm. Um, And it 
stopped my kids in their tracks because that's not a word that we typically use, but I was like, but it's true. <laughs> Jesus kicked the devil's booty forever. <laughs> yeah, and then forever. They would just like giggle and they'd say, Jesus kicked the devil's booty. Ha 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 ha. You know, <laughs> but at the same time, I felt like we got our point across and I'm like, you know, it's just another rung on the ladder of building faith in them and, yeah. and knowing that Jesus is in control and he's bigger than yeah. any fear out there, you know? Um, but it was just so silly that they, it like gave us a moment of holy laughter in the middle of a really stressful time. And I got to finish the prayer and drop them off at church. And I just kind of felt like, I feel like that was from God because I would not have come up with that on my own. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's good. It's like you're weaving theology in there in a memorable way. I remember my husband's cousin in college had a band and we had his CD still from that time. And one of the mm -hmm. songs was Satan's pants are on fire. <laughs> such a liar. Right. And so we'd always sing Satan's liar. pants are on fire. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. That's right. Oh man. Yeah. You're getting it in the there. internet somewhere. <laughs> it's probably is. He's kind of a famous pastor now. So yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. mm -hmm. well, yeah. Oh speakers. yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was his band. Well, okay, you mentioned it was stressful. You're trying to get kids to school. Well, another one of this week's sponsors, I feel like makes my life a little bit easier. It's Sunbasket, and I signed up, I think you sign up a week before, maybe like two weeks before. I'm trying to remember the timing. But I signed up to make sure I have meals ready when we had a very busy week post-vacation weekend. And Sunbasket, I picked out some, a couple meals that are fresh and ready. So that means like they're already mixed together. The sauce is already in there the meat's already chopped red, and all of the veggies are done. And I just put it in the oven. And then I also like some of their other options that are like a uh, steak and potatoes and you can pick paleo, you can pick vegetarian, Mediterranean, gluten-free, and it all shows up on my doorstep. I choose for it to come on Monday. And so I'm ready for the week. And I, they all come in little like paper bags for each meal and all the ingredients mm. are in there. I also love that the instructions are in there. So if I'm picking up a kid from football or two kids from football and my husband is home with the other kids, I can say, Hey, grab this meal. The instructions are in there and he can start cooking it before I'm even home, which is really fantastic. And I know you'd mentioned you have some picky eaters. I do. I have um, two really picky eaters. And then my husband is um, type two diabetic and I see oh, that gosh. they have diabetes friendly food. It's, that's always a hard thing because a lot of these things are like pasta yeah. and things yeah. that he can't eat. Yeah. So I'm always looking for something quick and simple. We, we try to have one or two meals that are like easy no-brainer meals or we order out for like Chinese or something. So this mm -hmm. looks like a healthier option to maybe replace that and also try different kinds of foods because we really want our kids to know like curries and different Asian foods. Um, and like you said, Mediterranean foods, we want their palates to be, you know, Diverse, into yeah. other cultures. Yes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. It's good for that too. I was telling you, you could probably order like three servings. So one for you, one for your husband, and then a third one that your girls could probably split. Honestly, yeah, like I mean, a taste I, testing night, like a taste testing. Yeah. So that you and your husband are still getting something yummy. And, um, and if you want to try it out, Sarah Jane, they're offering $35 off your order. If you go to sunbasket.com slash DMA and put in the promo code DMA at checkout, that's sunbasket.com slash DMA, put in the code DMA at checkout for $35 off your order. Let me say it again. 
sunbasket.com slash DMA, promo code DMA. All right, one last section of stories, just, you know, things that make us laugh, things that keep us, I don't know, honestly, all of this was to remind us that motherhood is so exhausting, and yet if we take a step back, so funny. So one story I'm going to tell you is, uh, oh my Lanta, all of the sibling rivalry that we have, it's ridiculous, with four boys. But one night, um, my two middle boys were getting into it, and one of them had slapped the other one, and the other one wanted to hit him back. And we were like, Mm. no, 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 you need to go take a break. You need to go calm down. And so I I took him into our guest room and I said, why don't you hit the pillow? I think probably some mom mentor told me to do that. Get your anger out, you know, just keep hitting it. He was hitting it so hard. And I said, okay, are you ready to go back into your room? And he said, yes. And I said, no, no hitting your brother. And he said, but I have to, I was just practicing. I mean, wasn't that what you wanted me to do, mom? I was practicing, so I'm really good. I'm ready to hit him. That pillow I was imagining, it was my brother's face. (laughs) Over and over. Oh man, what 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 do you Absolutely. have going on? In well, your I've got some silly stories, and and I love it. You know, sometimes we get a laugh to keep from crying on some yes. of these stories, mm-hmm. but sometimes things are just so silly and ridiculous. One night, right before bedtime, I was getting my oldest down, and you know, just kind of chatting with her about the day, and she had decided to name her underarms. That's amazing. <laughs> one, um, one armpit was named Jimmy, and the other one was named Johnny. Why are they boys? <laughs> I don't know, but we got so tickled, and then I, like, tickled her underarms, you know, and I, <laughs> you're like, I'm getting decided, Jimmy, I'm getting Johnny. Yes. Yeah, I'm getting Jimmy, I'm getting Jimmy. I'm like, why are they named boy names again? Yeah. I don't know, but yeah. it was just one of those things that was like a great release at the end of a day of your child deciding to name a body part. Yeah. Well, that was, it's not one we often think to name. And no, it's no, true. No. It doesn't get a lot of, it doesn't get a lot of attention usually. So that was good. That's good. The other thing that's making us laugh these days is our three-year-old um, has suddenly decided to be very polite out of nowhere. I would like to say that I have trained her to be a polite person, but um, I think it might have been from a book that we read to her. But <laughs> in the last like week and a half or so, um, she's just started saying, no, thank you, when she doesn't want something like, hey, do you want this snack? No, thank you, mama. No, thank you. Mm. Um, which is all well and good unless it's like something you need them to do. So <laughs> <laughs> put on your shoes. Exactly. No, thank you. No, thank you. No, thank yeah. you. We need to go potty before we leave. No. And she holds her hand up. Like, no, no, thank you. <laughs> I'd, rather, I'd rather not at this time. Thank you, mother. Thank uh, yeah, you for the yeah. suggestion. Like, you're being so polite, but also I am in charge. <laughs> yeah. Oh gosh, man. Yeah. I, I, I think youngest kids too, like when they do stuff like that, they get so much attention for it. We, we would do. ask my youngest to do something and he would say, I'd be happy to. We were oh. like, everybody listen up. I don't know where this came from, but we could all take a lesson from, I'd be happy to. Not a, not a Chick-fil-A, my pleasure. Yeah, exactly. And you're like, I'd like to take credit for teaching you this, but I know I did not teach you. (laughs) Well, we have, we have a quick little story about uh, a child kind of traumatizing his mom. (laughs) 
my other favorite thing is he loves to make people laugh and sometimes acts in a way that I might not appreciate just for that laugh. And he realized that I don't like bugs. And he would yell the word bug or bee at any random moment just for the kick of it, like just to make me laugh and freak out and ask where. And then he would just laugh and laugh and laugh. And he would do this so many times a day or he'd wait days to do it and then finally do it again. So he got me every time he would just yell, B or bug. Okay, maybe you're thinking, oh, what story would I share on the show? And we'd love to hear them. We will probably, don't you think Sarah Jane do like an Instagram post or some way, maybe on Facebook where y'all can share your little stories with us. Um, Maybe we'll do this again. I think it's kind of a fun episode, but if you're like, I don't want to forget something, here's my idea that I might have shared an episode before, but we're going to put it here. When the boys were little, Bruce started my Bruce, my husband started email addresses for each of the boys. So one, it's fantastic because it's the wild west on the internet and you got to claim your territory. And so grabbing that email account is a good idea for your kids. Um, Absolutely. You, and you, you don't have to do maybe their full name, but some version. So they all have email addresses. And then when something happens, it's a lot easier for him to snap a picture and send it via email to their email account so that he doesn't forget the funny story. And so actually a lot of the stories that I shared today were, I went back and looked at their email. That is amazing. I am so going to do that because it, yeah, you forget. It took me a while to even think of some of the stories. And I know there's a lot that we, we forget some that yeah. we want to forget and some <laughs> that we want to remember. <laughs> so true. So true. Well, thanks y'all for joining Sarah Jane and I today. And I hope y'all can see the joy in your day. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Don't Mom Alone podcast. If you're wanting to connect with more people and more resources to help remind you that you're not alone, head over to don'tmomalone.com. That's where you'll also find show notes with any links mentioned by our guests. Most importantly, I want you to know the good news, the great news that you're not alone because God has promised to always be with you. With faith in Jesus Christ, the one who died for you and rose again, Jesus said when he left, he was going to leave a helper, a comforter to be with us. God in us, moms, that's superpower. So while you're washing dishes at your kitchen sink, while you're driving to and from work, while you're feeding that baby late into the night, while you're cleaning sticky floors, God promises to be just as present with you as when you're worshiping in a church pew. As it says in Zephaniah 3:17, the Lord your God is with you. He is mighty to save. He takes great delight in you. He will quiet you with his love and he will rejoice over you with singing. Now that's good news. Have a great day.